Good morning and welcome to another day of life, another opportunity to grow and expand in our awareness and in our consciousness and just truly reconnect with the greatness that exists within each and every one of us. This is, of course, the Master Your Moment podcast. And I am your host, Baruti Moenda Mariamen, which is Brother Baruti. You know, most of the folks that know me call me Brother Baruti, which is fine. I've been called other things, but <laughs> those aren't for this podcast. Um, of course, the Master Your Moment weekly podcast is one that is dedicated to highlighting the human spirit and to the best of our ability, reminding each one of us, each one of you, of the limitless potential that you have for greatness, of the eternal hope that you have to bounce back, of the ongoing need to be reminded. And when we say reminded, we mean to put back together something that previously existed, to be reminded of who we are and what we are and what we are capable of when we operate in our individual greatness. And then what we're capable of collectively when we are operating all in a sense of collective greatness. This is our second episode, and as I shared during our last time together, about a week ago, um, this month's shows are themed around National Suicide Prevention Awareness. Um, for those that may know, of course, the month of September is just that. It's national. It's other. There are other themes that are attached to this month, but the one that we're focused on this year is National Suicide Prevention Awareness. And I shared some statistics with you the last time we were together. And I, I want to share a couple more with you just as we prepare to just spend a, a little time together. Um, and I don't remember if I mentioned this one, but Nearly 800,000 people die by suicide in the world each year. 800,000 people, which is roughly one death every 40 seconds. That means that if you average it out, you know, if this podcast lasts for 15, 20 minutes, uh, that means that in the course of this podcast, uh, somewhere in the area of maybe 45 to 50, anywhere from, I guess, from 40 to 45 people on average would have committed suicide. Wow. You know, and, and we want to change that. We want to turn that around. We want to speak to the things that are occurring in the lives of our fellow citizens, and when I say citizens, I'm not talking about America because that 800,000 people statistic is worldwide. So we're talking about humans, 
in general. Suicide is the second leading cause of death in the world. Listen to this, for those aged 15 to 24 years old. Let that sink in for a minute. It is the second leading cause of death among those who are classified as teenagers into young or early adulthood. Now, I know I mentioned this one. Depression is the leading cause of suicide worldwide. Just a couple more. One male dies by suicide every 14.4 minutes in the U.S. And one, one female dies by suicide every 55.9 minutes in the U.S. Life is life. Life is life. But that comparison even of the, that variance of men, it's, that's, that's like one to four. For every one man, for every one female, that commits suicide. Four men are committing suicide. And, and, and we got a figure, family. There are a host of reasons why that's happening or why it happens. Um, one of the things that I believe that factors into some of that depression is one of the things we're going to talk about briefly today, and that is forgiveness. 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 Hmm. If you if you look up definitions for that word, I, I, I and I've looked up and seen a few things, but one of the things that I saw was it says to stop feeling angry or resentful toward someone. And it said someone, but I'm gonna add there something, some situation, some circumstance, some event. Stop feeling angry or resentful toward that for an offense, flaw, or mistake. You know, um, forgiveness, when not taking place, has a number of damaging effects to it. But I think before we even consider that, let's, let's establish a few things that forgiveness is not. And before I get started, I always like to say this, you know, you may hear something in this that applies to you. And if it does, that is fantastic. I mean, if it's one thing, that's great. If it's more than one, that's great. If it's nothing, that's okay too. But I always ask that you listen with an, with an open mind and then be willing to share the information with someone, with anyone, with your audience. I know that this, this podcast will air on Spotify, and I know that on Spotify you can actually share 
podcast to your page, what could be more important than to share a discussion around suicide with friends, family, associates, followers, people that like you, people that listen to you. So I encourage you to share this podcast because if we just take into consideration those statistics that were mentioned, there's a great possibility that doing so will save someone's life. And how many know, I mean, what a great feeling that can come from that. Well, let's talk about what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not an overlooking of the offense. It is not an overlooking of whatever that offense may be. And I'm using the word offense in a broad sense because I'm not just, or I'm not just referring to what someone did to you. I mean, I'm referring to sometimes the things that life throws at you. Those conditions that impact our lives at times, poverty, uh, uh, issues from trauma, which can, can be a host of things, bad parenting, right? Physical abuse, emotional abuse, trauma from sexual abuse, um, you name it, relationships that have just gone bad expectations that you had that turned out to not be what you thought. Forgiveness is not an overlooking of those things. In fact, what would be what could be more insulting than to assume that it would be? Forgiveness is not an ignoring of the consequences of these actions things that occur, that come up, that happen through our actions or reactions, things that we have been involved with, things that we are just victim to, they all carry consequences. And forgiveness is not ignoring those consequences. Because how many know consequences happen, whether we acknowledge them or not? And forgiveness is not forgetting. You ever hear the saying, forgive and forget? Wow. Sometimes the, the level or the degree of the offense is such that, you know, you, you may muster it up and you may work up enough inside of you to be able to quote unquote forgive, but to forget And I think one of the biggest challenges that we've had when it comes to forgiveness is that it is often treated so callously, so cliche-ish, so trivial almost. Now you may have other things that you feel that forgiveness is not, but those are the ones that I am focused on during this conversation. What is forgiveness? 
Forgiveness is not just a word, but it is a process. It is a process. What is a process? A process is a series of steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. So, if in forgiveness, if that's what we're striving to do, what is the end that you desire in forgiving? Is it to completely release the person's situation or circumstance from whatever the offense was? Is it is to is it to uh, heal yourself from whatever the damage has been that's been caused by the offense or offenses? What is the end? And when and when we understand what that end is, it takes the concept of forgiveness out of merely simply being a word and places it places it into a defined process. And in that process, you have to look at well, what are going to be the steps that I take in order to achieve that end. You know, it's, it's sort of like um, the grieving process. Right? I lost my mother several years ago. And the grieving that I experience where that's concerned has been a process. It's been over time. It's, it comes and it goes. And there are phases of it that I go through that when they occur, I have to be prepared to deal with it. Towards what end? Well, certainly not to ever forget my mother, but maybe to arrive at a place where when I remember her, when I think of her, I can be, I can celebrate the love and, and be energized to act in some type of a positive way or just be able to navigate through the emotions of it. What is your desired end when it comes to forgiveness? And then what does that process look like for you when you move towards that desired end? Forgiveness is not a word, but rather a process. Forgiveness is a choice. That is, an act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possible outcomes. Forgiveness is a choice. That's right. You, you in order for you to, to begin the process of forgiveness, you have got to have made a choice to forgive. And 
you know, in that in that description, it said, you know, we're saying two or more choices. Well, what's the other choice? To not forgive. Mm. Right? Because sometimes, depending on how egregious the offense is, forgiveness may not be an option at the time or ever. Because we understand that if I say that I am going to forgive, then I'm accepting the process. I want to add this to your consciousness as well as it relates to forgiveness and the fact that it is a choice. Sometimes you may have to repeat that choice, right? You may have chosen to forgive. You may be in the process of forgiving towards that end and you may have a setback. You may have something that occurs at a moment in your life where forgiveness is just not doable for you. And so you've got to make a choice again. Why? Because in that moment, your choice is not to forgive. The thing that I want you to understand, friends, is that To forgive is truly a process. And it has to be treated with respect. Not just for you as one who's been offended, but also you who creates an offense. Forgiveness is not a word, but a process. Forgiveness is a choice. And lastly, forgiveness is a step toward moving forward. When we are unable to forgive, and this is not said as a criticism, but as a fact, when we are unable to forgive, when we do not initiate the forgiveness process, we can experience paralysis in certain areas of our lives. Now, and by paralysis, I mean stagnation, standing still, not moving forward at all. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying that as a bad thing. What I'm saying is it's important for you to understand that if you cannot forgive, that until you initiate that process of forgiveness, that particular area of your life may just be on hold, may be in pause, may be in a holding pattern until you are able to initiate that process, and that's okay. Because to forgive is a choice, and it requires process, 
and you've got to be ready for it. I want you to breathe right there. Because so often, right around that point, the emphasis is on being stagnant to suggest that your life cannot move forward. And that's not true. Not only is it not true, it's not fair. You've got to be at a place where you're ready to forgive. When it comes to forgiving others, as I shared, you know, relationships can be stymied when we can't forgive. Again, sometimes that may be necessary depending on the offense, but we've got to acknowledge the fact, hey, we're not moving forward because I cannot forgive you or I have not arrived at a place in this process where I can just move forward. And that 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 takes its toll, right? How many know, you know, when relationships can't get past certain things, I mean, it, it just ultimately means that the relationship can be in a state where it can end, it can die, it can cease, it can terminate. I want to flip that. Forgiving yourself or not being able to forgive yourself can result in a stymied, a sense of of being stymied, unproductive, and having a sense of hopelessness. Remember, we're talking about national suicide prevention and we're talking about the fact that depression is one of the leading causes of suicide. And I'm not saying that every listener is bent on suicide. What I'm saying is that you've got to understand that the same way that forgiveness is a choice, is a process, is a step towards moving forward. When you're interacting with someone who you've got to forgive, you've got to be able to do that same thing and have that same acknowledgement for yourself. You've got to give yourself the opportunity to process that self-forgiveness. Why? Because if you cannot do that, you run the risk of putting yourself in a situation where you're not productive. You can't move at all. When does that happen? When you're ready. But my point is, as I prepare to bring this to a close, is that forgiveness is definitely for you with other people, but sir, ma'am, brother, sister, friend, you have got to be able to forgive yourself. You have to be able to put yourself in a situation where that process begins for you. Otherwise, you doom yourself to being stuck and potentially 
derailing your life. And what a tragedy that would be. So, so what does that look like? Well, one, you know, it's, it's really important when you're faced with certain types of situations to be able to talk to someone and talk to someone that you trust. And that can be a therapist, uh, that can be a close friend, it can be a coach. Um, but talk to somebody, talk to someone, Sh share what's going on. Don't don't feel as though as you're dealing with this and whether, again, whether this is about forgiving yourself or forgiving others, don't feel as though that's something that you have to handle by yourself. Make a practice of acknowledging both your mistakes and your successes. And not just, again, for yourself, but also for others. You know, we, we are, we are, you know, and again, here's one of those sayings, to err is human, to forgive is divine. I mean, you know, these things can sound, again, so uh, cliche-ish, so trivial. That was the word I was looking for earlier. You know, I don't know how divine it is or not. I know that if someone hurts me or if I hurt someone, there's real pain that's attached to that. And the process of getting over that is challenging. But one of the things that's important is to be able to acknowledge successes. Because what it does is it helps us to balance within our consciousness, both within ourself and within others. I can, I as a person am flawed per se, meaning that I can do, will do things consciously or unconsciously, some things as a result of just bad programming that can cause problems for others and vice versa. I'm also capable of doing good things. Yeah, Brother Baruti, I do good things occasionally. Don't, don't raise your eyebrow like you don't think. Yes, I do. But it's important to acknowledge those things because of the balance. Last thought on that, though, is trust your instincts when it comes to situations and people. You know, we all have that. Call it our gut instinct. You know, maybe you, if you're of a, maybe a religious persuasion, maybe you call it something else, you refer to it in another way, but we have something inside of us that speaks to us very clearly and it lets us know, hey, something's wrong. But it also lets us know, hey, something's right. Learn to listen to that voice and train that voice so that you can make the most of it. Yeah. Forgiveness is a process, my friends, and uh, it's important that we see it as that and continue to think about it, right? This is not the end of the discussion on forgiveness. It's maybe the beginning, and it's one that we want to continue, especially as we move through this, this important month around suicide prevention awareness. Yeah. So until the next time that we are together, man, I enjoyed this and it's incredible to me how quickly the time goes by. I want you to remember that the situations and the circumstances in your life oftentimes are not meant 
to end you, but they are actually meant to expose something else that's inside of you. And that something is tied to your limitless potential for greatness. I want you to really get that inside of yourself because I know that a lot of times it's not easy to see that. This is your brother, Baruti Mwenda Mariamen, saying peace to you until next time. And remember, it ain't about the hours or the days or the months or the years. It's about the moments. So, master your moments. Peace. Thank you.